Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jameis Winston speaks about his three-game suspension, facing his teammates, and losing his starting job. Before that, he watches Ryan Fitzpatrick take all the first-team reps What did he say about losing his job, what he has learned, and his apology to his teammates? Also, we talked to Coach Dirk Cutter, who says Winston put his team and himself in a very bad position. We've got Winston, we've got Dirk Cutter, and we've got our thoughts on what we heard on Thursday. On this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Verstick. Before we get started... I want to tell you about a great offer from our sponsors at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. Look, folks, make your anniversary and engagement or any special occasion even more breathtaking. Get this. Now at Continental Wholesale Diamonds, with a minimum purchase of $2,000, you're going to receive a five-day, four-night cruise for two on the Caribbean, all on Continental Wholesale Diamonds. This includes your choice and destination to the Caribbean, choice of cruise lines. Enjoy Las Vegas-style entertainment and fine dining, and make sure that you let Andy know that you heard it from Rick and Steve at Sports Day Tampa Bay. So dazzle the one you love with diamonds, and then enjoy an ocean adventure cruise on us. That's just part of our sunny getaways, so get the details from Andy Continental Wholesale Diamonds. And remember, don't waste your time shopping at the mall. they got the huge overhead, and that means a big price for you. Continental Wholesale Diamonds provides you with exquisite jewelry selection, one-on-one customer service, always at wholesale prices, and it's easy on the pocketbook. And best of all, there's no pressure. You go in, you're going to talk to Andy at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. He's going to pour you a nice scotch, and you're going to find the perfect diamond for your loved one. Remember, you spend $2,000, you get a five-day, four-night cruise for two on the Caribbean, any destination on any cruise line, all courtesy of Continental Wholesale Diamonds. It's where I shop. They're at 1715 Northwest Shore Boulevard, Suite 150, right next to the Penthouse Club. So first day of Buccaneer training camp, and the Bucs got chased indoors to their new uh, practice facility, which is a benefit for them this year. First time they've used it in training camp. It was erected during the season last year, but this got them out of the inclement weather, and so that's where they started. And, of course, all eyes were on Jameis Winston, and just uh, starting with what he was going to do on the field, how they were going to split up the reps between him and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, We'll talk more about that here in just a moment, but it was Fitzpatrick taking the first team reps, Ryan Griffin getting some second team reps, and Jameis sort of, you know, kind of forcing his way in there when he can. But the biggest thing was to see Jameis Winston speaking publicly for the first time since his three-game suspension for violating the NFL's player conduct policy. Of course, this stems uh, from an investigation the league did, and they ruled that, you know, Winston had uh, inappropriately touched a female Uber driver in a sexual manner without consent. Back in March of 2016, uh, and so therefore they levied the three-game suspension. Now Winston had made a statement prior to this, or, or certainly right after the um, the suspension was announced. But this was the first time you got to hear him, you got to see him, and uh, I would say that he was Steve. He was contrite uh, to some extent, but he was also a little defiant as well. Uh, and you'll hear that 
uh, in this interview. But uh, let's let's judge for yourselves without further ado. Jameis Winston talking about his three-game suspension. This is what he had to say on Thursday. Yeah, you know, uh, initially I talked to my teammates first, and then uh, I acknowledged them yesterday, and I apologized to them. Yeah, because I, I don't want to be a distraction. Uh, I just want to be able to focus on the season and moving forward. We saw you not taking your usual first-team reps today in practice. Were you informed of that before practice and everything, and, and what was the discussion? If so, what was the discussion like with your coaches? Yeah, well, I, I got mixed in there, you know, and, and again, uh, it's not about me, it's about us. You know, so uh, I just want to focus on being the best teammate that I can be and um, and ball out on the football field. Given the, uh, given the issues you had at Florida State, uh, can you explain how you put yourself in this position? Yeah, uh, again, you know, I'm just focused on moving forward. You know, that's that's all I can do. I've grown and learned from this situation, and it's a, it's a learning experience. You know, I've worked hard uh, in this community since I've gotten here, uh, and I'm going to continue to work hard on and off the field. Part of moving forward for you was uh, putting out that statement, and you mentioned that you had given up alcohol. How long have you been... How long have you stopped drinking? You know, I, I've made a lot of positive strides um, since I've been here. So uh, I just got to con- continue to grow uh, as a man, as a person, uh, as a leader, as a father now. So, and I know I can't put myself in situations like that. James, what do you say to the fans that are disappointed in you and that are don't believe that you should be their starting quarterback moving forward? You know, I understand that, that they're disappointed. I mean, I, I'm disappointed, you know. I should never put myself in that situation, but all I can do is grow and learn from that. You know, when I tell the fans, like, man, continue to support this team, continue to support me. You know, since I've been here, my main goal was to grow as a leader, uh, be a, a, a huge advocate in the community, and I've done that, and, uh, and I'm going to continue to do that. James, your uh, statement said that you were disappointed in the NFL, uh, in the ruling. Um, should fans believe then that really you didn't do everything wrong that they said you did wrong? I mean, is it fair to trust the process that the NFL did? Well, well, you know, they made their decision, you know, and there's nothing I can say uh, beyond that. They made a decision. You know, I have to look at myself and, and grow and learn from this experience. Have you been evaluating for alcohol abuse? And are you in a program right now at all in terms of, like, the NFL? Is alcohol a banned substance for you? Or? Uh, again, you know, I, I've made a lot of positive strides, you know, since I've been here. So uh, i got to continue to grow. I'm sure when I cross that road, uh, I have to face that. Still be considered the leader, the face of this team, with your teammates and with fans. Well, again, it's not about me. You know, I'm gonna do whatever I can to dive into this community, uh, dive into my teammates, and uh, be a support, great support system uh, for them. Because my whole thing as a player is to focus on my teammates and not myself individually. What have, what have you learned, James? You said you learned. What do you think you've learned now from from this? Incident. Well, I've, I've just learned that you can't put yourself in these situations. And that's the most, you know, I, this happened, you know, after my rookie year. You know, and I think I've made a lot of positive, positive changes since, since then. And a lot of your teammates are saying you talk one-on-one, you've talked with them. What's been the reaction? What have you gotten from your teammates? You know, uh, I've had full support, you know, from ownership on down, you know, and definitely addressing my teammates personally. Uh, I know that really meant a lot to them and, uh, because it's about them. You know, again, I don't want to be a distraction. Uh, I just want to put this all behind us and, and move forward. Do you understand, James? Do you, uh, you understand that it's all about getting Fitzpatrick ready for uh, for New Orleans at this point, right? You understand that as, as a football player. Yeah, as a as a teammate first, I understand it's about this team. 
you know, and I'm going to beat up for Fitz as much as I can, you know, but it's also about getting Ryan ready as well. So I have to take my position. Uh, my, my influence on this team is going to be positive, and I'm going to be their best support system they have. When you were first drafted, knowing that Ryan is going to be starting those first three games, I know you have such a big leadership presence. Do you have to take a step back and let him lead? Do you have to change the way you go about things? You know, this, this actually gives me an opportunity to lead behind the scenes. You know, I actually get a chance to observe my teammates and be able to help them behind the scenes and let Ryan take the show. You know, Ryan has been here in this situation before, so I'm blessed to have a quarterback of that caliber uh, taking on the ranks. When you were first drafted and we were in a room with you, uh, you mentioned that you felt like, you know, with the allegations in college that, you know, you said, I look forward to earning your trust. Do you feel like you have to do that all over again? Well, I... Since my rookie year, you know, I've been in this community building dream rooms, you know, uh, being connected to this community. I mean, I love this community and I know that I'm a positive, positive influence and I have to live up to the standards that I hold myself to. But again, I've grown and I've learned from this situation and uh, I'm going to continue to do that. Is that the turning point for you when that night in, in Phoenix out there that things changed for you at that point or was it when the announcement came out that it was the allegations. No, it's an overall process. You know, again, this happened two, two and a half years ago, you know, since my rookie year, you know, and I've, I've gave my all to this community. I gave my all on the field and off the field. And uh, I, I can't let this diminish all the hard work that I've been doing in this community. In November, you, you put out a statement saying that, that the driver was mistaken. This did not happen. Um, were you being truthful then or did your memory get better? Again, I don't want to rehash the situation. You know, all I can do is focus on moving forward and, uh, and putting this behind me. There have been fans and media who have written or said that you should be out of town, you should take another snap for the Bucks. What's your reaction to that? Well, my, my first reaction to that is uh, I've worked hard since I've gotten to this community to prove that I am the guy that the Buccaneers drafted, and I'm going to continue to do that. I believe these fans should s still support us as a whole organization and support me as well because I've given a lot to those fans and the fans have been very good to me as well. Your teammates have had your back. Uh, they talked about it yesterday and, and said it all along uh, in helping you through this situation. How difficult was it for you to, to address them and have them tell them that you know, you're going to be out three games because of an incident? Well, you know, the, the difficult thing is not being able to be out there on the field. And that's going to be very tough because I don't want to miss any opportunity with my brothers. But man, I have to say, my teammates have had my back this entire time, and you know, and I love them for that. Uh, and I didn't want to be in this situation to put them in a bad situation as well. Jameis, as a guy who so much about his team, talks so much about his teammates, how do you plan on handling not being around for, for those games? Uh, again, it's going to be tough. But right now, all I can focus on is diving into them right now because this training camp is important. And I don't want this to be about me. I want this to be, a, be about us getting better and us heading to this season with a mission to go 3-0. Like Jameis, this is your last chance to prove to this team and this community um, that you can be the face of this franchise, given the contract situation? You know, since I've been in this community, I've given it my all. You know, I know I got some hard work to do to regain the trust of my fans, but building dream rooms, being in the community, being a great leader on and off the field, you know, my main goal is to be a great person, a great teammate, and a great leader every single day. And I think I've done that. Do you expect to be the starting quarterback in week four? You know, again, the only thing I can focus on right now is putting this behind me and, and being a great teammate to those guys in the locker room. Are you disappointed in yourself? Are you sorry that, that you, you did this? Yeah, I'm, I'm very disappointed. 
you know, and I know a lot of fans are, are disappointed. But at the end of the day, the league made their decision, and I have to put this behind me and grow and learn from it. Were you surprised by the league's decision on this, on the outcome? You know, I, I, I understood that they had a process to go through, and, and no matter if I would agree with it or not, you know, I had to look at myself within and I find out how I can grow and learn from this, and I think I've done that. James, can you talk about more? the decision to not appeal the suspension? Uh, I just wanted to put this behind us and move forward. James, how has fatherhood been? What have you learned, just even though it's been a short time? Man, it's, it's, it's been very exciting. You know, uh, I feel like this is really a spiritual attack because my son was born the day after the decision was made. You know, so seeing things from a different perspective, learning that I, I, I'm going to have to teach that man how to respect women and how to live his day-to-day -day life. You know, I really took it upon myself to be proactive and make sure that I'm being a great example for him and my fiance. Okay, so of all the reasons that Jameis Winston has to finally change his behavior, that last one is maybe the most important one, in my opinion. Uh, remember what he said. He was suspended, and then the day after that suspension was announced – he becomes a father, okay? And so he says, you know, he's now seeing it all from a different perspective, and I thought this was interesting, quote, learning that I'm going to have to teach that man how to respect women, how to live his day-to-day -day life. So, you know, I think, you know, fatherhood does a lot of things to you, but we know that Jameis Winston has had a lot of issues because of not respecting women, I mean, dating back to Florida State, Erica Kinsman situation where he was never charged but accused of rape, eventually wound up uh, settling in a civil suit. Um, so, you know, it's interesting because now in the NFL, here we are, he's uh, in a critical year, year four, and he finds himself not on the side of the stadium, not the fan face of the franchise, and I think almost to Dirk Cutter's credit, not a guy taking the first team reps and sometimes not even the second team reps. I mean – the message is and should be that you're not bigger than this football team. And he has hurt his football team, and now they have to try to find a way to win without him. And he is not going to be part of their plans for a very long time. If you think about it, he's going to be able to go through training camp in the preseason, and he'll get to prepare himself somewhat. But then he's going to go away for nearly four weeks until he's eligible to return in that game at Chicago on September 30th. So – Dirk Cutter taking the short view of like, look, we've got to get Ryan Fitzpatrick to play. We've got to get Ryan Griffin to be the backup. And we'll work Jamison, you know, with all three units, the first, second, and the third unit when we can. Um, so I thought that if that doesn't sober you up a little bit about where you are. Um, but, you know, Winston, the thing is, Steve, Winston sounded contrite. But the defiant part that I got from him, and maybe you can, you, you feel a different way, is that, it was almost as if, you know, he was insistent that this happened two and a half years ago and I have done everything in this community. You know, I have done everything uh, to pour my heart and soul in this community with my dream foundation, uh, done dream rooms, all this stuff. And my, my feeling about that was, look, no one's saying that, that you know, you haven't contributed to uh you know to kids or or some of the stuff you've done but all those good works are erased by some bad decisions and so the other thing that you know you heard me ask the question there um you know okay so you've done everything what happened last november when this this whole issue came came to light i mean his statement was that the uber driver was confused and that nothing happened well 
like I said in the question, you know, were you not being truthful then or did your memory get better? And it could be that his memory was made better by the facts. Um, but that doesn't sound like somebody that, you know, has done everything right since that incident in March of 2016. Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, he was definitely trying to stay on a message. Uh, you know, he didn't want to talk about it or, or rehash what happened. The NFL has done what they've done. He's accepting the, the, the punishment of three games. He's not appealing as was negotiated as part of this. But yeah, I think he was trying to sell himself and pushing hard the, the stuff he's done in the community. He's done some fantastic stuff in this community. But I think it can ring a little hollow when you keep saying this was two and a half years ago, but it wasn't public till eight months ago November. or nine months ago. Yeah. And your statement then compared to what we think has happened based on the NFL's investigation don't, doesn't even match up to where you, you have to comment on this when you're the face of the franchise like this and a quarterback in today's NFL. That I know what he was trying to do, and I don't mm -hmm. think there's malicious intent in it, but it, it, it did seem to ring a little hollow where it, it doesn't seem like he was contrite, but I, I'm not sure. You know, I, I saw someone pose a question. Is he sorry? Is he apologizing for the incident that happened or apologizing because he got suspended? Right, and that's the key question. And the one thing you didn't hear him say, at least, I mean, he, he wrote this uh, in his statement, but he didn't say it on Thursday is, I apologize to the Uber driver. I am sorry. You never heard the word sorry. Um, you heard disappointed, um, those sort of things. And you heard him say, I, I learned you can't put yourself in these situations. What situations would that be? I mean, it seems to me he put somebody else in a bad situation. Um, you know, we know that, you know, the players or the people that he was running with weren't good. Uh, one guy is now serving 15 years, you know, for rape himself. The other guy, Ronald Darby, you know, was with him or around him uh, when the whole situation happened with Erica Kinsman. So that's not a good optic for Jameis Winston in terms of his choices of friends or guys that he's going to hang out with. So, um, you know, all of that, all of that factors into it there somewhere. Uh, but I don't know. It, I, I think we've just heard so many of these sort of I'm going to learn from my mistakes. The problem is I have with it, you know, it's not like, you know, in college, you know, BB guns, uh, you know, took a lobster here or there, stood on a table, which is still one of the most self-unaware things, and, and yelled something vulgar. Um, okay, those are different type of acts of stupidity. The one that's getting him in trouble is all associated with sexual assault. <laughs> and that's a whole nother ball game, you know. You also heard him, I asked him about, you know, he has said in his statement that he has stopped drinking. Um, and I asked him if he had gone into counseling uh, or, or if, if alcohol, you know, was a banned substance for him in the NFL substance abuse program. And he wouldn't go there. Now, it could be that he hasn't been evaluated. Um, could be that maybe it is and maybe he's, you know, he is going to have to submit to something like that. Um, you know, but that's just another layer on top of everything else that he might have to have to deal with, you know, coming down the road. It had to be humbling for him, Steve, not to be the guy. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, stadium banners aside, okay, that's one thing. But when your team is there and you're, you've been the man that has led this team since your rookie season and then you're pushed to the back of the group, you know, and I applaud Dirk Cutter. I mean, Dirk has to get ready 
to play New Orleans. But that had to be that had to be humbling from him for him from the first day, don't you think? I, I think it absolutely was, and I wonder. I'm curious how the reps will go from here on out. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know this, but if I'm Dirk Cutter and, and maybe potentially the organization, you know, you purposely made sure he was the third quarterback today to Could send, have. A, to send yeah. a statement. You knew that the most Could media have. was there. You knew mm-hmm. the attention he was going to speak and all that. That you want to you wanted to humble him a little bit and show putting yourself in these situations that he says he can't do anymore. What it does not just to you, but your team and, and, and everything else it brings with it. I'll be curious how the reps will go from here on out because they also have to get Jameis ready for week four to, to seven. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Teen. In addition to preparing for the first three games with Fitzpatrick and Ryan Griffin as the backup, so it'll be mm-hmm. curious how. But you know, if I was the, the head coach that first day, I'm probably doing exactly what Dirk Cutter did, bitch too. I loved it. I thought it was the right thing to do, and I thought they needed to put him in his place. And that's the lesson that you know we all get. Where none of us are bigger than uh, than the whole, and 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 in this case, uh, you know, uh, he's the leader of that football team, but he's not now. In fact. Dirk Cutter said some interesting things about, you know, how he's going to have to now lead from behind. But you could tell the disappointment that Cutter has. I mean, there's nothing he can do but try to play and put a happy face on this with Ryan Griffin and Ryan Fitzpatrick. And, um, you know, those are three really tough games coming up at New Orleans, home against the world champion Eagles, and then Monday night football against the Steelers. Um, But having said all that, you know, Dirk Cutter is not one to suffer fools. I mean, Dirk, I don't think Dirk would have drafted Jameis Winston. It wasn't his choice. Remember, Lovey Smith drafted him. Dirk came after year one. Uh, Dirk was a guy that liked Mark Helfich. Fritch was very close to him because he had been on staffs with Mark at Oregon. And so he knew more about Marcus Mariota. I talked to him after he got the head coaching job about this. But once Jameis was in the building and performing, and he did very, very well as a rookie, I think that Dirk was you know, sort of all in on Jameis Winston. But you wonder now... Uh, what he must think because, you know, certainly they have, you know, they have crimped the beginning of this season. I mean, those are, that's a gauntlet of teams, all division champions that they now have to face uh, with a backup quarterback. And there's no way that, you know, you haven't hurt your football team. So uh, interesting talking to Dirk Cutter. Let's, let's listen to a little bit of what Dirk Cutter had to say about his reaction to the suspension and his plans at quarterback. Okay. Well, my reaction is that, uh, you know the league took action, and we don't have control of it as a as a team. We have to deal with it, and uh, we have to get ready to play our first three games. We have to get ready for the season. <clears throat> Excuse me, get ready for the season. And uh, you know it's disappointing. It's disappointing that Jameis put himself in that position and uh, put our team in that position. But at this point, it it's done, and we have to deal with it. How do you plan on working into reps of? Fitz and, and Jameis going through the training camp here? All right, so, you know, if if nothing crazy happens, Fitz will be 
uh, our plan starter, and uh, so Ryan Griffin's the backup, so he's one play away, and uh, you know we still know that Jameis is going to be back after the suspension. So uh, luckily for us, we have three quarterbacks that know our system, and we have confidence in all three guys. So today, uh, Fitz worked primarily with the first group. Uh, uh, Griff worked primarily with the second group, and Jameis worked with all three groups. Uh, Jameis took, took reps with the threes, the twos, and the ones. We have a plan in place. You know, any plan you have for your rotation, number one thing, it has to be flexible because things can change uh, just like that. And uh, I think we have a good plan in place, and, and we'll work it to the best of our ability. Eric, uh, during the owners' meetings, uh, I know uh, Joel Glazer was saying that, you know, since Jameis has been here, he's been really a model citizen. Um, does this incident change your, your feelings of, of how he's put himself in these positions once again? Well, I, you know, I don't know anything about the incident. I know that the, the NFL investigation found him in violation of, of the, the conduct code. That, that's all that I know about it. So, uh, they, and I know that he's got a three-game suspension. As I said, it's, it's disappointing that, that Jameis put himself and put the team in that, in that situation. But... Uh, Again, that's uh, we have to we have to deal with it. That's that's all I can really say about that. He, he claimed his innocence to us. Did he tell you a different story than, than what he had? Again, okay, I don't I don't know too much about that. Uh, I've had multiple conversations with Jameis, but really not about uh, really not about that. I'm gonna, I'll let him speak for himself on that. So again, you you we all saw the same report from that the league put out, and that's that's really all I know about that. Has, has, uh, has Jameis addressed the group as a team? Yeah. And, and should he? Yeah, he yeah. Jameis uh, Jameis has, has spoken to the team, and uh, again, I thought he did a good job. I think I think everybody can appreciate that uh, what's said in there should be between Jameis and the team. But uh, yes, he did yesterday. Is so still looked at as the leader of this team? I think your team has a lot of leaders, and being a leader starts with being the leader of yourself. I talk to the guys about that often. Uh, I think I think that's one of Jameis's strengths as a football player, is his leadership. But right now, right now, where we're standing right now with a three-game suspension, uh, it's time that Jameis leads from the rear, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Jameis is healthy in week four, ready to play. <laughs> is, is he 100% your guy? Week four is a long ways away, Steve. Week four is a long ways away. So, you know, let's let's worry about week four and week four. Right now, let's let's worry about preseason and getting ready for the Saints. What's your confidence level in uh, Ryan leading you the first three games? 100% confidence in, in both Ryans. Uh, I've said to you guys multiple times, if a guy makes our football team, I have confidence in him. That's, that's simple. So the 53 guys that, that we settle on for our final roster all have confidence in all 53 of them. What's Fitzpatrick bring uh, to this uh, team? Oh, he's played in over 100 NFL games. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, got, he's got experience. He's extremely smart. He knows our system. Uh, the players believe in him. Dirk, this is obviously been a topic of conversation for the past month or so around yeah. this team. As a head coach, is it bothersome to have to deal with a distraction like this, or how, how, do, you, how do you deal with it, maybe? Well, it's my job to deal with it. It's, it's all of our jobs. We're here. It's, it's part of it. I mean, uh, you know, when, when things go good, you deal with them, and when things aren't how you want them exactly, uh, you deal with them. So, uh, as I said, it's, it's disappointing that the, the main focus right this second as I'm standing here and when you guys talk to Jameis is not on football but it's not so uh, you know we don't have any control of that we just have to we just have to take it as it comes.
do you anticipate bringing in learn from from this situation because obviously all these guys go through the rookie symposium you know they're warned about situations but it seems you know still guys fall into whatever the situation is what do you want them to learn from this lesson well that's that's an obvious that's an obvious question i mean uh you know you got to you have to take care of your business just as a person every everybody does and that's uh that doesn't matter if it's this incident or uh you know alcohol related or anything anything like that i mean any these guys are grown men and they they have to know how to conduct themselves i mean that's just that's just part of everybody's that's part of not just nfl football players that's part of uh, media members training as well i mean that's just common sense any chance you might bring up a veteran backup in case of injury, or are you just going to go with the Ryans and go that way? Yeah, I mean, Ryan Griffin is a veteran backup. I mean, he just hasn't played in games. And uh, Ryan Griffin suffers from the old catch-22. He's been in the league for five years, two with the Saints and three with us. But, how do, Coach, how do I get experience if you don't give me experience? And that's, uh, you know, that's one of the difficulties of the way the calendar works now. Is And, unfortunately, Ryan got hurt during preseason last year. It's tough to get uh, your third quarterback at the time experience. But we've kept Ryan Griffin around here for three years because because we believe in him and we think he can play. He's got to get his chance. This was a possibility going back to last November, I guess. And did you prepare for this in, in, in signing Ryan Fitzpatrick? Was that, you know, in, I mean, it was always possible he was going to be suspended, right? I don't know the timeline on any of that. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't really know the timeline of, of any of that stuff. And uh, when you re-signed Ryan, was that in mind? That that not not necessarily. Up? No, I mean we we signed we re-signed Ryan because unfortunately, as I said, he got hurt in preseason last year, and we think Ryan Griffin has a lot of upside. Uh, I can't I I can't prove it other than what I see in practice and what I hear in the meeting rooms. But uh, I, I hope uh, during the preseason he gets a chance to show himself. Well, with respect to Fitzpatrick, was that any thought about this could be an inevitable? Well, then, no, not again, not not with that. At, yeah. at the time of that, again, we I don't know what the timeline of the suspension was, but uh, until Ryan Griffin does actually prove himself on the field, we're all going to sleep a little bit better at night with an experienced backup. Does it disappoint you that James didn't appeal the suspension? I don't know anything about that, Steve, uh, about the appeal. You know, that stuff is... Uh, there's a there's a lot of things. I, I wasn't involved in any of that stuff. You know, week one of the regular season is a long way away. Any chance that Ryan Griffin could have a chance to earn that job for week one? Uh, it would have to be uh, something that I can't foresee right now. And, uh, you know, because, of, you know, Fitz played so well when he got his opportunity last year. So I don't, I don't know what that would be, barring injury. But, uh, you know, you never say never to anything. Those are three. You mentioned uh, leading from behind. How does a guy do that effectively? Is that is well? That I said, challenge? as I said, oh, it's not a huge challenge. Being a leader starts with being a leader of yourself, and uh, Jameis is talking to guys behind the scenes way more than anybody knows. One-on-one -on -one conversations instead of instead of being the guy out in front of the team. It's that's not a challenge at all. Guys do it every day. You just don't know about it. This team's not getting enough, a lot of national love. Do you, do you care about that? And as a head coach, could you use it to your advantage somehow in terms of motivation? Yeah, we had this same talk last year, except it was flipped over. And uh, I told you last year that, uh, you know, the things that the hype, positive or negative, shouldn't affect your football team. Um, do I talk to guys about it one way or another? Sure, I talk to them about it. But, you know, all that matters is what you do on the field, and that's what we're building towards right now. So the first three games are going to be tough at New Orleans, home against World Champions, Monday night against Pittsburgh. How much harder is it now that you're not going to have James Winston? I think it's exactly the same. We're playing three excellent football players, and 
Uh, that's the way football works. If, if we took any single player out, if we took Gerald McCoy out, we'd say, oh, it just got a little tougher. Or if we took Brent Grimes out, oh, just, it got a little but tougher. This is the quarterback. It is. It is the quarterback. And we've been without him before. And, uh, you know, we did, we did okay. And uh, we're not shooting for okay. We're shooting for greatness. And, you know, we, we, we understand that uh, we're playing three really good teams. We need to be worried about one of those teams right now. And uh, we're, we're a little bit away from, from that, but that's, that's, where we're, that's where we're targeting. Did Jameis apologize to you? Uh, I would say that conversations between Jameis and me should probably stay between Jameis and me. Hope you can respect that. So that was Dirk Cutter. You know, the one thing I like about him is he's fairly candid. When you ask him a question, you know, he's, if he can answer it, he's going to. And I, I, feel for, I feel for him in this sense is that, you know, he's going to be linked to this quarterback now. And, and, you know, he inherited him, and that's the way it goes. Jason Light drafted him, and he won't get a chance to draft another one, I don't believe. Um, but the quarterback position is so important. It, I appreciate him saying that, you know, we've got to attack this, and, we, you know, we know these three games are tough, but, you know, uh, we played with Fitzpatrick last year. This this feels different, though, Steve, because this is a self-inflicted wound. This is this is Jameis Winston who put his team in a bad position. Um, they're going to try to make the best of it, and maybe they can go two and one again, or one and two. And, and of course, the goal will be not to lose all three. The goal is going to be win all to to win all three. And Fitzpatrick is has you know started seasons before, so in many ways, knowing that you're going to start the first game, knowing that you can prepare for the Saints, and you're going to be in there for more than one game, is probably going to be uh, help to him, you know, trying to get ready. Uh, but there's a part of me that was like, you know, they, you know, if if, if Jameis doesn't come back now, we don't know what the situation will be with with Fitzpatrick or what their record will be. But whenever he plays again, he's going to have to play lights out. I got somebody asked me today from NFL Network just what they would do with Jameis next year, and the answer is I have no clue. Um, you know, I think everything is on that guy. You know, I think how he performs, how how many games the team wins, if if him being suspended sabotages their season, um, if there's other mitigating circumstances, you know, when he does play, I, I it, it's hard to beat up on Dirk Cutter, but. I, you know, I, I think he's fortunate to be back this year. Jason Light's had five years. So you could argue that if, if for some reason they don't win and they want to make changes at the coach and GM position, they're probably going to have to ask this question. Are we going to hire a coach that we want to try to save Jameis, you know, in his fifth year, um, which you either have to redo a contract or pay him almost $20 million, uh, or are we going to hire a coach and say you got a clean slate and at this point, you can cut ties if you want to or not. And I don't have the answer to that. Obviously, we're not trying to fire Dirk Cutter right now. Um, but I think Jameis, looked, his career to me on this day looked really vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like he, he literally could go either way with this three-game suspension. Well, and I think, I think his future will depend on a lot of what happens this season. Is Jason Light and Dirk Cutter still the GM and head coach of this team? Where are they drafting? Right. You know, if they have a top five draft pick, it might be it's time to take another quarterback. quarterback. Range, absolutely. And, and, and at that point, you could keep Jameis for another year if you wanted to. To you know, but not at help twenty million dollars. Well, but if you're paying your backup quarterback rookie money, yeah, I mean, you might. Yeah, I mean, it's a possibility. You can invest that. Yeah, um, but 
you, you, know, you sure just don't know as well, a backup, but maybe as a bridge quarterback to to go into your rookie, perhaps. Well, or, and, and you know, maybe you draft a quarterback as you know, planning to start Jameis and bring the quarterback along slowly. I mean, it all depends on who's available, where you're, you know, what happens, and and you know, we don't know what's going to happen this season. I mean, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, an experienced veteran, could go two and one to start the season, and maybe he continues to play in week four and five for all we know. Do you really think so, though? Do I you really think he's going to go out there and, and go to? I mean, anything, I'm not predicting the they're going to go two and one, but you do have an improved yeah. defense, which hopefully will keep yeah. you in those games. Ryan Fitzpatrick's a mm-hmm. smart enough quarterback to not make egregious mistakes, which are necessarily going to cost you games. Right. So if you can hang around with a better defense. Your running game hopefully is improved. Your offensive line hopefully is improved. Maybe you can hang around and, and make a play. You got special teams. You hopefully have a better kicker. Deshaun Jackson was taking punts today. Maybe he'll he'll even be back there to bring some electricity for special teams. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the NFL. How many I mean, how many people predict the teams that are going to make the playoffs every year in the NFL? What is it? It's usually five or six teams that weren't in the playoffs the year before make the playoffs. Every year in the NFL? Yeah, yeah. It's about five, four or yeah. five, yeah. It's, it's sure. a, it, the parody in the NFL, and then you don't know what injuries. You know, you don't know what, you know, what if Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt for Pittsburgh. They're a different team mm-hmm. if you're playing. I mean, you know, you know, you can't predict that, and, you know, you're not hoping for that. But the NFL is crazy, and that's one of the reasons it's so popular. Yeah. Well, we won't, we won't know what's going to happen, but I, I, I did – you know, I did feel the vulnerability of his career today, and I hope that you know. Hopefully, he felt it as well. I mean, if you, if you know, if you have to stand there in front of those microphones and you have to go through that practice and realize you're getting the third reps and not the first team, not the second team, they're just kind of working you in um, for the alpha male, uh, you know, sort of ultra swag, you know, quarterback. Um, I think that this was I think this was probably been humbling as humbled as he's been on a football field in a very very long time. Again, we've seen a lot of these apologies in his life in his career. Uh will time will tell whether he means it this time, but he's not going to get many other chances, you know, and he, and he, and you know his teammates have forgiven him apparently. They love him, but I wonder how much they're going to love him if they struggle in those three games. On the other hand, Fitzpatrick you know, people have told me that, that uh, his experience is something that they can really le- really lean on. I mean, and Ryan's not at this stage of his career. His arm is not what it should be. Uh, you know, the difference between a starter and a backup in this league is is that the, you know, the backup can make some good plays sometimes, but he's also going to have some bad plays. And, and, and the, the lack of being consistent. I mean, Ryan may have an outstanding game one week and then he could, you know, throw three or four interceptions. I mean, that's been Jameis's M.O. at times as well. I get that. Um, but I, I think that the players understanding they don't have their quarterback, they'll rally around Fitzpatrick. If it's a better football team, that'll show up in those games. Uh, it'll all come down to whether they win or they lose. But, um, you know, this has taken sort of the – I had somebody with the Bucks say to me the other day, man, you know, start of an NFL season. And the great thing about the NFL or any sport – is that when you get to training camp for spring training, everybody has a chance. And that's especially true in the NFL because it's such a parody league. And I think that this has, you know, to begin a new season has cast such a pall on this organization. And somebody with the, with the team said to me the other day, it's like, man, you know, what a, what a, what a horrible thing to try to get out from under uh, at, the, at the beginning of the season when everything should be positive, everybody should be hopeful. Uh, and, and now, you know, you're kind of, you know, you're playing handicapped and you know that going in and you know it's going to be three or four weeks before you get your guy back. So 
Um, you know, interesting first day. I, I don't think I've had one quite like this, and I've been doing this a long time at One Buck Place, but uh, it was quite a quite a scene over there on Thursday. Okay, so this weekend, lots going on. The Rays continue their series in Baltimore. We've got, of course, a training camp will be open to everybody on Sunday. They don't have many of these. This one is open to the public, so you want to make sure you get out there. If there's weather involved, uh, they'll invite you inside. I think it seats about 3,500 if they uh, have to go in there. I would say this, bring some sunscreen and an umbrella. There's very little cover. It's not like the old days where they had you know, the big covered grandstand there on the west end of the uh, practice fields. That is gone. So, um, But you'll be able to walk around quite a bit and you know, be up close of course, to the players. So make sure, uh, make sure you do all that. And also visit our friend Andy at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. We told you this deal is running out, so you got to get there. You spend $2,000 on any purchase. You're going to get a five-day, four-night cruise for two. You pick the cruise line, and you pick where you want to go in the Caribbean. That's right, all from our friends Andy at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. And Steve, what if somebody else wants to advertise with us? Well, if you'd like to be a sponsor of Sports Day Tampa Bay, you can just reach us directly. You could email Rick at rstroud at tampabay.com. You could tweet us at Sports Day TV or NFL Stroud. Or better yet, call our sales manager, Monica Boyer. She's waiting for your call. 813-957-0836. 813-957-0836. Okay, so that's a wrap. I'll be out at One Buck Place watching training camp all weekend. We'll have the details of that. We're here Monday through Friday. We hope you'll join us. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times for Steve Bursting. Have a great weekend, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.